Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a very very special episode of the podcast. If you follow me on social media, you know that yesterday, January 30th, was the two-year anniversary of the Power Within Her podcast. And oh my gosh, like I cannot even. (laughs) To me, it's just absolutely unreal that two years ago, I pressed record on my Blue Yeti microphone, the microphone that I am currently speaking into right now, in the cute little house that I used to rent in Iowa with my husband, Roger. And oh gosh, I can remember that day so vividly. I was wearing my sort of teal blue Stars Hollow sweatshirt because I'm a huge fan of Gilmore Girls, if you know, you know. (laughs) Um, And I was scared. I was sweating and I felt so unbelievably awkward trying to record the podcast. And if I'm being extra honest, I actually (laughs) re-recorded that episode about 15 times because I would get mostly done with it and then I would mess up and at the time I was terrified of editing like editing the podcast was just like terrifying to me because it seems so hard and so complicated and spoiler alert it's not (laughs) um but I would try to record episodes all in one go So I didn't have to edit them, right? It was like a whole thing. (laughs) Um, Anyway, my point here is that I just, I knew in my heart and in my gut that I wanted to show up and I wanted to do this podcast despite the fear, despite the messiness, (laughs) despite the fact, you know, that I had no idea what I was doing because I had a message that I was jumping out of my skin to share, right? A message that I am still so unbelievably excited and grateful to share, which is that we as women have so much more power and potential within us than we realize. We are bold, we are brave, and we are beautiful. We are smart and capable and talented. We are lighthouses. We are change makers. We are full of magic and inspiration and wisdom. And I just believe to my core that we have so much to freaking offer the world. But at the same time, (laughs) let's be real right? We sometimes don't always see that. We don't sometimes feel that or believe that. And in her book, um, Vixen by Lindsay Helm, I actually had her on the podcast. I will link the episode for you below in the show notes. In her book, Lindsay talks about how we as women, we are inherently full of magic, but it's so unbelievably easy to accidentally give that magic away or to fail to recognize it. Because as as much as we have to offer and as amazing as we are, things like societal expectations or prior trauma or our brutal inner critic or a bully or a mean-spirited teacher or coach or environment or some sort of institution, those things rob us of that power and potential and magic. And I can promise you, my friend, that... If you're feeling seen and heard (laughs) by any of that, like you're not in this alone. I can promise you that I have spent so much of my life (laughs) failing to see my own magic, failing to see my own potential, outright refusing to believe that I was great, 
ridiculing myself for being less than perfect. And even when I accomplished great things, like earning my PhD in English, I would still find myself choosing to believe that I was ordinary and weird and absolutely nothing special and never, ever enough. And I lived like that for a very, very long time until one day, my one of my family members actually got into a car accident. Nobody else was hurt, but it was a miracle that this person walked away alive. And I realized then and there that I needed to turn my own life around. I needed to heal my mindset. I needed to stop choosing negativity and I needed to write myself into a better story by adopting more empowering beliefs. It was so long overdue, <laughs> I can't even tell you, to not only acknowledge my power and potential, my magic and my greatness, all of it, the whole package, right? Because I was so much more capable than my inner critic was allowing me to believe. One of my favorite, favorite quotes, <laughs> and trust me, there are many that I love, um, is by Amber Ray. And she says, don't die with your gifts left inside, which to me means that we only get one shot at this life, right? One shot at this life. And if we are not careful, we're going to waste it. We are going to waste it. And we're going to leave this earth with so much untapped power and potential. And that to me is truly one of the greatest tragedies that could happen. It's also why I knew in my bones, in my heart, in my gut, like just in my entire being that I had to start the Power Within Her podcast. I wanted to create this space that empowered women to embrace that power and potential within themselves so that they could be their best, most magical selves. I wanted to create a space where we could link arms and go through the messy process of stepping into that potential and who we're meant to be together. I wanted to create a space where women could think critically and to feel inspired, but most of all, more importantly, to be able to dig deep and to find that sense of inspiration within themselves. Because let's be real, girlfriend, <laughs> as, as much as we love to look at other women for inspiration, that's only going to carry us so far. It's only going to get us so far because other women can ignite the spark but we have to learn to continue to fan those flames by ourselves so that we can live a life that makes us want to dance in the grocery store aisles kind of happy, right? It's up to us. It's up to nobody else but us to do that. So to celebrate you and me and this incredible podcast, I went on to Instagram and I asked what you wanted to hear. I asked what you wanted to hear to celebrate two years of the power within her. And honestly, it was a tie. My gosh, I'm like out of breath right now. I'm like so excited. Um, so it was a tie between one, the lessons that I have learned from podcasting and two, the power of owning our stories. And instead of choosing between one or the other, I kind of have combined them together for you. So I have a couple of notes here and... I'm going to try not to talk so fast or like lose my breath, but let's just dive in. So one of the biggest lessons that I have learned from podcasting is the life-changing power of vulnerability. From the very beginning of this podcast, I have made every effort to pull back the curtain, right? To share the good, the bad, and the ugly, to be in this with you rather talking at you, right? So I have shared, you know, the amazingness of being elated beyond words from publishing my very first book, Power Within Her Guide to Journaling, right? To sharing the absolute crushing devastation of my youngest brother's battle with cancer, 
right? Like I have truly tried to show the broad spectrum of emotions on this podcast through my own stories and experiences as well as other women's stories in interviews or her story episodes, right? And when I think about all the different stories that have been told on this podcast, that have been shared, you know, together, arm in arm, right? The thing that I think connects all of them is this sense of vulnerability. There is this sense that when we own our stories, the good, the bad, the ugly, we not only step into a whole new level of authenticity, which let's be real, (laughs) right, is so brave in the world in which we live where everything on social media is a highlight reel or, you know, the, the champagne trophy moment, right, where everything looks perfect and wonderful all the time. But We can also empower so many women along the way through being raw and real and vulnerable, right? So for example, I remember one of the first times, it was actually toward the very beginning of the podcast, I questioned whether or not I should share a story about how I am a messy person. (laughs) It was in episode three of the podcast. It was the episode called, um, I think your life is full of lessons and In that episode, I shared how I hate, like I loathe, (laughs) hanging up my clothes. So I'm that person every morning. I take about 10 different outfits off the hangers. I try them on, mix and match, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And instead of hanging them back up, they end up on the chair, (laughs) right? Like if you know, you know. And because I do that and I know better, like I know better, um, but I, I, I run around my house in the morning like a chicken with no head because I can never find things, <laughs> right? Like I can never find things like my keys or a book or my hairbrush or like a sweater that I had tried on the other day, but it's on the couch, or not the couch, um, it's on the chair and I just can't find it. Like it's just a straight up hot mess, right? And I kept thinking to myself as I was planning out episode three, I was like, well, if I share this, then somebody could judge me like, oh right? (laughs) And that's 100% true, right? Someone can always judge you for anything, right? If you choose to share it, there's the possibility that someone else could judge you, right? But at the same time, there's also the possibility that someone else could feel seen and heard if we choose to be brave enough to share it, right? And honestly, that is exactly what happened. A woman reached out to me on Instagram to tell me that she didn't feel so alone and that she was a messy person too, And I just felt so good when that happened. I'm like, wow, that's the power of vulnerability. That's the power of owning who I am, of owning my story and all the parts of me, the good, the bad, the silly, the ugly, whatever, right? And that's just one example, right? A couple of other examples, um are when I recorded an episode in real time when my brother had cancer or when I shared that my feminine cycle got really messed up due to extreme stress or when I shared that I almost didn't finish my book, The Power Within Her Guide to Journaling, um, because imposter syndrome and perfectionism and fear and all this stuff was popping up and kicking my butt (laughs) near the finish line of the book, right? My point is that no matter what I have decided to share on this platform, on this podcast with you, Almost every single time I have chosen to be vulnerable and owned my story the and, and the, the emotions of what I was going through, someone, maybe you, someone has felt seen or heard or called out in a good way. That's why I make sharing stories and experiences, whether they're my own or another woman's, such an integral 
cornerstone of this podcast because what we go through has the potential to be so much bigger than ourselves. It is the reason (laughs) one of my favorite genres of books to read is memoir because the story is about that person, but it's also about so much more. It's about the reader, right? It's about the lessons learned and the meaning that's made that can show a person what is possible. Stories, whether they are vocal and spoken, whatever, oral, I don't know, (laughs) um, or written, they have this immeasurable power to get us up and off the couch so that we can change our lives. I believe to my core that stories have that kind of power. It's the reason I majored in English, (laughs) right? And went on to go get two additional degrees, right? A master's and a PhD in English because stories mean that much to me. Stories have that much power. And that's why I think it's so important to own them, to own our entire story, the whole dang thing, right? The champagne moments and the whole body racking sobs, the the whole broad spectrum of emotions, right? Because life is comprised of the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? And when we can own all of the parts, we can inspire ourselves and we can inspire other people. And of course, I'm not saying that it's easy and I am absolutely not saying that we have to be spilling our guts or sharing a story that we're not ready to share or honestly to share at all if that's not what we feel called to do, right? But I do believe that when we own our true and authentic stories rather than telling the ones that we think people want to hear, We have this beautiful opportunity to be the spark that could ignite the fire in someone else. And how cool and special is that? And in the spirit of being vulnerable, because I would never encourage you to own your own story or to be vulnerable, um, unless I was also going to be doing it too, doing it with you, right? I want to share a part of my story, a very recent part that I haven't, shared (laughs) a part that I don't talk about like ever um but I really really want to share it now because I know that someone out there needs to hear this right so um this is something that I had only shared with a couple of people who know me very very well some really really close friends um but one of the reasons why um I stayed chose to stay in a job that I didn't like a job that wasn't serving me, a job that wasn't aligned with my values was because I didn't think I was smart enough to get another one on my own. So just for a little bit of context, um, all the different jobs that I have had um, in my life have been handed to me in one way or another, right? So when I was in college, one of the very first jobs that I got was a receptionist at the YMCA. My mom had connections. She pulled some strings and got that job for me, right? The same thing with the sort of nannying babysitting gig. My mom had a client and that client needed a babysitter or slash nanny. And so I got that job, right? And then when it came to... um After I graduated in college, I got an internship, a writing internship, and I got that at my dad's company, (laughs) right? So just kind of slid into it. And then when it came to grad school, I all I did to um, get a teaching position was as a master's student was check a box (laughs) on a on a form, right? And I got the teaching job, and then obviously like was trained and you know improved and did really really well, right? But I didn't really have to, you know, 
earn it per se, (laughs) right? It was just kind of handed to me in grad school then like well obviously that was grad school right in my PhD program I did have to interview for another teaching position right so I did quote unquote earn that one right but I had it in my head well the panel of people hiring were all of my professors so like of course they already knew me they knew my character and that's why I got the job right and then when I left um, Pennsylvania, Roger got a job at a small college in Iowa. And, you know, they had a position there open up at the very last minute for me. And I just kind of slid into it, right? The provost or whoever asked me like two questions and I got the job. And I was like, well, I didn't really earn that one, right? And then when we switched colleges again to a different small private liberal arts college in Iowa, Again, I just kind of slid into a role, right? I slid into the role of an adjunct without really having to interview for it. And then I did have to interview for my visiting assistant professor job. But again, it was a panel of colleagues, of people I had known for a couple of years. So I know this was a really long-winded <laughs> and potentially kind of boring. But my point is that I have had obviously more than several situations <laughs> where the hiring committee, if you will, knew me. And I had never, up until getting the current job that I have right now as an English teacher in Arkansas, I have never interviewed with a panel of people who didn't know me. And so for years, without really knowing this, I had made it mean that I was incapable, incompetent, and never ever worthy enough of getting my own job like without any assistance from someone I already knew, right? Whether that was Roger or a panel of colleagues or other professors that knew me. And so I stayed. I stayed in a job, a job that I had before the job I currently have now as a high school English teacher in Arkansas. That's why I stayed in a job for so long that I hated, right? And it wasn't until I went to Empower Her Live and connected in person with my friend Christine, a woman who I will owe eternally just the biggest uh, amount of like gratitude and thanks (laughs) for giving me a tool. um, It's called externalizing the problem to realize that the the pain I had in my upper back, um, I will link the episode below if you have no idea what I'm talking about, but the pain that I had in my back was my inner critic keeping me down. And she looked me in the eyes and she was like, you, like, and I told her this, everything I just told you, right, about the job and stuff like that. She's like, you need to apply to as many jobs as you possibly can so that you can prove to yourself, you can build up your confidence and prove to yourself that you are worthy, that you are capable, that you are smart and you can get your own jobs, right? And so that's exactly what I did. (laughs) I got out of my own way. I applied to a bunch of jobs and um, around the time that I was a finalist for the Arkansas job, I was actually also a finalist for a job as a writer out in New York. And all of a sudden, (laughs) I went from this narrative that like, oh my gosh, Megan, you're incompetent, incapable, stupid, you can't get your own jobs, to I have options on the table. Holy crap, right? And so I tell you this story because... Maybe you need to hear this exact message. Like, don't get me wrong. (laughs) I'm scared as hell to share this story with you because it is vulnerable and it does make me sweat. Like I'm sitting here at my desk, 
you know, in Arkansas <laughs> with a sweatshirt on on a super freezing, like ice stormy day, sweating <laughs> because I'm sharing this story, right? But I also know that maybe it's going to help you, right? Maybe you or, you know, someone you know is in a season where you are also feeling incompetent and incapable and stuck. And maybe you need to hear a brutally honest story like I just told you, right, about a woman who felt like you do right now. And she managed to get herself out of it through a lot of hard work, through asking for help, and through a whole bunch of trial and error, right? And if she can get out of it, if she can do it, so can you. That is why we have to be bold and brave and to choose to own and tell our vulnerable stories again and again and again, rather than just showing the convenience, lovely highlight reel, (laughs) right? Because our stories are never fully about us. Like they're about us, right? Because they're our lived experiences, but they're also about so much more than that. Stories have the potential to move mountains and to change lives. And that is why We have to own them and share them because they absolutely 100 million thousand kajillion percent (laughs) make a difference, right? I love you, my friend. I believe in you. And more than anything, I hope that you believe in yourself. Thank you so much for being here. Happy freaking birthday to the power within her. She would not exist without you. So thank you so much for tuning in every week, for supporting the podcast, for sharing it, for telling me what you think about it. I so appreciate you. You are incredible. And I'm just so excited to have been on this journey with you. And I'm so excited to where, to all the different places we're going to go next. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And as always, we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.